friends, happy new year. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast here on January 1st. At least that's our Monday release date. Don't know when you'll be picking this up this week. (laughs) Might not be till Friday. Totally understand. Coming out of the holidays can be kind of a blur. Um, The inbox is always waiting and I just dread how many emails are in there that I've been ignoring for a few days. But uh, with me today in the studio again, Alan Arnold here, John Eldridge, and welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. Just crazy to think that we are already in a new year. Now it's 2018, and I won't get that right on my checks and the things I'm writing for probably two months. <laughs> it seems like 2017 was such a blur. Like it was February and then it was June. And then I looked up and it was Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, did it feel that way for you? Oh, the holidays totally took me by surprise. And, and I mean, we were looking forward to them. We knew they were coming, but I don't know if this is a piece of when Jesus is talking about, you know, as the story begins to wind up into its wonderful climax and the end of the age, one of the things he says, he he says, for the sake of the elect, the days will be cut short or shortened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm just kind of wondering if this is part of that mercy. (laughs) Wow, that, you know, that went really fast. Um, I think it is. But in the midst of that blur and the fastness, I think that the challenge is, how do you stay fully present mm-hmm. in your days, mm-hmm. even though they seem to go by really quick? Yep. And that's one of the things I love talking about at the beginning of the year is intentionality yep. in the coming year. Right, right. And this isn't a time for – we're not big on New Year's resolutions, no. folks. <laughs> I just tried it. Uh doesn't seem to work. If God's in it, um, great. But – All those, I'm going to be different and things are going to change. And man, maybe just a little kindness uh, to yourself of, really? Is Jesus in that? What's he got for you this year? And if you've been listening to this podcast for even a year, but if you've tracked with us for several years, I think you know what's coming. (laughs) We have kind of our traditional New Year's podcast, and um, we don't do an annual review. We we don't make prophetic utterances over the new year, although that would be very interesting. What we want to encourage you to do is a practice that has become so meaningful to us, and it has just a couple very simple parts to it. Okay, So the first idea being consecrate your year to Jesus. Consecrate your year, like literally in prayer, Jesus, I consecrate, meaning I dedicate, I hand over, I give to you full lordship of 2018. Like I, here is my 2018, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. I give it to you. I surrender it to you. I want you to be the intimate Lord of it. That's what we mean by consecration, like dedicating your year right here at the beginning to God and and to all that he has for you. And that's good to do if you have a family, if you're married or have kids and they're at a certain age, to do that as a family, right? Or as a couple. Yeah, big. If that's negotiable, (laughs) um, yes, that 
has so much power to it as well. So single, married, family, whatever your situation is, if you have housemates, what a great idea to do with your housemates. But right on, Alan, if spouses can do this together, and if your children are you know, six, seven, eight, an age that they can kind of comprehend that. Do it as a family. Sit down together and and consecrate the year. And part of what's going on, that does several things. One of the things that we're saying is, Jesus, I really do surrender my agenda for the year. In fact, as you consecrate your year, consecrate your calendar. Mm. Jesus, we give to you our calendar. If you're in a family, we give to you our family calendar because, man, it is amazing how quickly everything else in your world tries to seize that. Yes. Momentum, obligations, busyness, you know, all of that. And so consecrating your calendar to the Lordship of Christ, part of what's going on inside as we do this is, I give you my agenda to your agenda, God. I I give you my apprehensions, if you have apprehensions about the year, I, I give that to you. If, if you think you know what the year is about, oh boy, you know, this is the year of, you know, mom's surgery or whatever, yep, you consecrate that. Like, it, yes. it really is a giving over of fears, apprehensions, desires, Hopes, plans, dreams. This is the year we're finally going to, you know. Fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a good, I think, at that moment to let go of old agreements from the past year Mm. that you maybe don't even consciously think about every day. But it's a great moment at the Mm. beginning of this new year to say, you know what? Those old agreements that I'll never get this done or I'm just – this is just who I am or probably the struggle is – you know, again, fill in the blank, but I just don't... can't get exercise going. I just can't get my accounts balanced. I just can't. Yes. Yeah, those. That's what you're talking about, right? And not that you're making that the focus of the new year, because those do become kind of your new year resolutions. So don't take it to that point, but just let it go. No, I, I break that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that That's person, good. and and watch what God does with that yeah. when you don't carry it into 2018. Yeah, and okay, so we're on a roll here, and I think you're picking up the general idea of this. Another way to get at this as you're doing this in a prayer time alone or together is, how are you feeling about this year? Hmm. What are your feelings about the year? Because you may already have some agreements beginning to take shape over the year. That's good. Now, maybe they're very hopeful. Maybe they're very God-centered. You know, I just sense this is going to be a wonderful year with God. And I just, you know, wonderful. That's fantastic. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying maybe there's also, you've already begun to have some apprehensions about the year of, oh boy, Mm. here it comes. You know, here we go. And even to just pause and go, wait a second, wait a second. I give that to God. I give that to you, God. Because the second thing we want to recommend that you do, that we do every year around this time, and it doesn't have to be on January 1st, but sometime in the month of January, if you can, to begin to ask God what he has to say over the year. What is God speaking over your year? We're describing listening prayer 
And that may be a new practice to some of you. We've got some fabulous teaching on that, uh, some podcasts, some audio resources on conversational intimacy, learning to hear the voice of God. And so giving it some space, giving it some space. In fact, I wouldn't try and force that into a a seven-minute prayer. You know, like ask and then keep asking. Begin this month, begin this week to say, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, do you have some words for me over the year? What are you what are you speaking over the year? And then give him a little time to answer. Now some of you, you know, you're practicing this and boom, you're going to hear some things right away. Others of you going to need to give that a little time and then you know, you're going to be reading in Psalms and mm-hmm. something's just going to leap off the page at you, right? And I rejoice in the Lord, oh, my soul. And you go, oh, I think it's joy. I think rejoicing and joy is is one of the themes or, you know. Yeah, but a good reminder on that is it's usually not quite the word you would have chosen for yourself. <laughs> and in fact, if it is exactly the word or the phrase you would have chosen, it may be you choosing it instead of God giving it to you. And we're not encouraging people to choose a word like, oh, I love the word, you know, forgiveness. So this yeah. is my forgiveness year. Vic- this victory. I'm, you know, those could be beautiful things, by the way. Right. And God could be in that. But what Alan's describing is one of the marvelous things about listening prayer and consecration, giving your year to God, is of course your desires matter. Of course your hopes matter. They matter deeply. But as we gently present those to God, we create an openness in our hearts for God to speak to us over the year what he's saying. You know, of course, I want to hear things over my year like triumph, right, and breakthrough, and, you know, global expansion of your ministry. But I, I actually have to surrender that too and just gently kindly give God some space. What are you saying over my year, Lord? Jesus, what are you speaking over my year? And what you're looking for is some words or a phrase or a scripture that you can kind of hang on to. And and by way of example, Alan, what were your words over 2017? 2017 for me, it was one word. And sometimes it's a phrase or a, a passage of scripture, but 2017 was one word. The word was abundance, mm. and it, that is an awesome word. Like it, who doesn't want abundance, right? right? But it wasn't one I tried to give to myself. And in fact, at the beginning of last year, if I'm honest, some, a, a lot of places in my world seemed scarce, and so it wasn't the the go to word for me that I was even thinking. Mm. But it was, uh, it was a, a word from God. And here was the great thing about it. He fulfilled that in so many ways, but they weren't the ways I would have scripted or guessed. And it didn't all happen in the first week or two or three. And it still is, you know, like abundance will continue, I'm sure, into 2018 in different ways. But the main way for me that that played out was it was almost like a cleanse spiritually where God was taking this feeling of scarcity out of my life in multiple areas. Huge. So That's in, just huge. Yeah, in terms of health, in terms of um, relationships with people, mm. in terms of finances, in terms of time, just this feeling of, oh, there's never enough time. Yes, there is. Like God created time. He can give you enough wow. time. 
So that's how it played out for me is in thousands of different ways where as a father, he would remind me, and it may have been on March 20th or July 7th, and he'd just say, do you see what I'm doing? There's no scarcity here. Yeah. And so that's that's how the theme played out for me was piece by piece, day by day. And John, one of the things I would just add to that is you would think with a word, especially if it's one word, you just easily remember that all year long. But there would be days where if somebody just said, quick, what's your theme? In the fog of that day, I would have said, ah, oh, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, it's a, Yeah, okay, it's abundance. Well, to keep it top of mind, I think it's really important that as people are asking God, listening, praying, that they have a journal, that they write these things down in because mm-hmm. you'll hear some things in those days and weeks that it's fun to go back to in mm-hmm. August or September and go, mm-hmm. he said, God said that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to play out this way. But that was his promise to me at the beginning of the year. And look how it's now been a theme of my life yes. in the last year. Yeah. How about- in fact, well, I tape it to my computer because we're desk people. Yes. Unfortunately, I spend way too much time in front of a computer screen, but that's our world. You know, we are writers and creators of things and email and correspondence and all of that. So a lot of my day is spent in front of a computer screen. And, and so I tape it there because that's where I'm going to see it. I put a little three-by-five note cord, you know, and I write on it. And so if you'd have been in my office at home through 2017 and you looked at my computer, you would see two phrases. You would see, I am moving, and you would see union. And those became really, really big, huge themes for me in 2017. God moving, moving on the earth, moving through ransomed heart, moving in our work, like being aware, okay, God, you are moving. And I, one, I just need to believe that, Yes, you know, because on a lot of days you can look at the news and go, I don't, I don't see God moving, you know? And I think, for example, evangelism's getting harder and harder. You know, it's, it's becoming more and more hostile to suggest to someone that their belief system might be wrong and, and, you know, in an age of hypersensitivity and offense and tolerance and just going, no, God's moving. God is moving and inviting that in to my world. Lord, you know, I invite your move in my world. And then union. Union was huge for me. And and will remain so for some time. Like God will introduce a thing when it's not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Abundance is now over for you. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, right. well, that's Please, it, Alan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, moving on. I think actually rather each year he kind of introduces themes. And then what happens is, is they build momentum in your life. And by making it, or not making it, by receiving it as a theme over your year, Good. it does build some momentum. So union with God, oh my gosh, I just shaped so much of my prayers in 2017. When I wouldn't know what else to pray, I would pray for union. Mm. And when I felt other things trying to press in on me and, you know, usher in fear or heartbreak or, you know, all the things that our human hearts are afflicted by, I would pray union. And the union with God for me was 
A wonderful, wonderful theme. And I don't want to let that one go. In fact, a really kind of a precious thing happens to me at the changing of the guard. Around this time now, I know that it's it's time to ask God if he has something he wants to speak over 2018. I kind of don't want to Interesting. Let the old words yeah. go because they've come to mean so much. They're my pals now. They're, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they've been so dear to me. And they have, I want to say, they have become dear. Like sometimes in the beginning, you, you go, huh, union. Well, okay, Lord, great. And then over time, he unpacks it. Yes. And, you know, you hear a sermon, you read a book, somebody says something to you, it's a song, then you see it in a movie. And, and, and it, it, over time, over the course of the year, it becomes very rich, right? So, John, tell the listeners, and I'd love to hear this myself, how, how do you, with the beginning of the year, just kind of walk through, so you're asking God for advanced words or the theme of the year. How does that usually come to play? Like, do you just hear the word internally, or do you, how does God speak to you in those times? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a helpful story, too, because I, a little bit of history, gang, came to Christ at 19, invited into a wonderful Bible church in Southern California, Sierra Madre Congregational Church. God bless them. And Dick Anderson was the pastor at the time. And this is back in the 70s, gang, okay? Great Bible teaching church. And I wasn't raised in a Christian home. I, I literally was an agnostic. I had no religious background whatsoever. And so I was given a fabulous grounding faith in the Word of God. But hearing the voice of God was actually not a category for me for uh, several decades, actually, of my Christian life. Until I, one, began to experience it, and, and then I began to read on it. Dallas Willard's book, for example, uh, Hearing God, came into my life and some other things. I'm like, wow, I, I want that. So I just want to say that this isn't like, you know, everybody gets it, boom. It took me years to incorporate this into my life. And then it took some practice because there's a lot of stuff that gets in the way. You know, you were saying, Alan, like the words we want to hear sometimes get in the way and it's hard to know, was that me? You know, am I, was I, am I just filling in the blanks here or was that actually God? And so cultivating it over time, practicing it, learning to grow, learning. Hebrews says that mature, I think it's around Hebrews 5, the, the mature have trained their senses to discern. And so there, there is, there's a maturing and a growing in it. And I just want to say that for grace and mercy's sake. And then also, uh, because I, you know, I hear well now, and I usually hear pretty quickly, and, and I can hear God speaking sometimes in very intense circumstances, which takes time to develop. So there's, there's a maturing process. However, <laughs> not last year, I didn't hear for a while. I, um, I was asking in, in January, and, and I don't know, I, looking back now, I think there were a couple things going on in my heart. One was I hated to let go the words of the year before, you know, I, which is kind of dear, and, <laughs> and there's grace for that. But I, just, I don't know that I was really open. And I think there was also just kind of a weariness of soul, to be honest. I was finishing all things new. And my heart was just kind of tired coming out of the holidays. And the holidays were 
great for the most part, but I was also writing during them. And so, you know, I didn't get a lot of breathing room over the holidays. So I was at my desk a lot. And so I think my heart was, was kind of apprehensive and I think it was just a little tired. So I didn't hear Alan for till February. That's so helpful, I think, for people to hear. Just to understand, wow, like John, you know, you've written a book on how to hear the voice of God and conversational intimacy, and and yet it's not always immediate. Right. And the pressure's yeah. off for it to be that. Take the pressure off. Be merciful. Start asking. Start asking today. But give give some space. Give some breathing room for your soul to receive what God's saying, and then write it down. As Alan said, write it down and write it down somewhere you're going to see it again. Uh, Because sometimes if you quote, put it in your journal and you never turn back to that page. Right. So I typically start a new journal every year and it, I may not have finished the old one, but I'll start a new one just to Mm -hmm. feel fresh and I'll put it, those words will be the opening of my journal. Because then you can always find it. You know where it is. It's a starting first, point. First page right there. And, and then also, I just want to encourage people, hold on to what you hear from God, even when it starts to feel untrue, maybe especially when it starts to feel untrue, or when you don't even mm. see any proof. Mm. And maybe you've heard this, and now it's February or March. and mm-hmm. it, it, you know, Because the bottom line is, I think God is always after the heart internal more than external. So what you may have heard and you're looking for external proof, it may be it may be the father inviting you into no 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 it starts in the heart. Like change is happening. Yes. So ask God for eyes to see yes. what he's doing yeah, rather good. than well I assumed it would be this and this isn't happening. Yeah, exactly. So God may speak love over your year and the theme is love and and you think that what that means is you know uh, I don't know, you're going to meet someone or maybe there's going to be reconciliation in a lost relationship or, you know, we tend to fill in the blank and right. we need to be open to the ways that Jesus wants to bring that in the year. But then pray those words, pray them from time to time through your year, like claim them. Like if this is God speaking over your year and he He has spoken, for example, abundance over your 2017, then you're praying that. You're going, yes, Lord, I agree with you. I welcome that. Right. I embrace it. Right. So don't just post it on a sticky note on the refrigerator. Like, pray it. And push in with God. Like, if whatever your word is, you really can't see the fruit of that or don't sense that things are happening, I think as a good father, he welcomes us going, okay, God, what, like, did I misunderstand? Yeah. But, you know, you're not challenging God, but you're actually engaging in a conversation with him like a beautiful father and son conversation, father and daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the two steps we're suggesting is first, consecrate. Uh, There's something very powerful about the act of consecration. When you dedicate something to the Lordship of Christ, when you take your finances or your relationships or your new job or whatever it is, a book I'm writing, a song you're writing, whatever, and you consecrate it to God, you really are bringing it under the rule of Jesus. You're bringing it out from the world. You're bringing it out from the flesh, out from the evil one, and you're bringing it into the kingdom of God. And that makes it available to his blessing. 
and so begin with consecration. You know, Father, we, we dedicate our year to you. We consecrate our calendar, our 2018, everything about this year. My hopes, my fears, my aspirations, every bit of this year, I dedicate to you, God. I consecrate my work and my play, my hopes to travel or whatever it may be. You know, this is the year we're going to buy a home or this is the year we're going to hope to have a child or, you know, on and on. Whatever it is, we, we consecrate it all to you. That's the first step. And then having consecrated, then we ask, and what are you saying, Lord? What are you saying over my year? Do you have some words for me? Or do you have a scripture for me as a theme over this year? Now, for the podcast, Alan and I were talking about podcasting in January and in 2018. And we're really pumped because we think we have a year of abundance. Maybe this is an overflow of your 2017, Alan. It's new ways of experiencing God, deeper ways of experiencing God. And we really look forward to talking to you about these things and taking a journey together, sharing our 2018 together. But as we were praying right before this, the word that I heard for all of us was a greater portion. Times are hard. You might have heard our couple of podcasts we did late in 2017 on that. Paul says, we are hard-pressed on every side. And man, oh man, oh man, the stories we hear from the saints, like great people, solid people, uh, very hard-pressed. And therefore, we need more of God. We need a greater portion. And I, I did hear him say that over 2018, I think for all of us, like huge. a greater portion. So let's pray that. Let's pray that together and, and dedicate our year. And um, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we do. Uh, we consecrate our year to you. We consecrate everything that 2018 means for us and, and for our realm. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, you'll do that more uh, on your own, but we do that together right now. We we consecrate our year to you, and we do, oh God, we agree with a greater portion. Yes. We need it. We need a greater portion of God in each of our lives uh, to, to flourish in these days. Uh, some of us feel like, man, I just need, I just need it to survive these days. Mm -hmm. Well, surviving is a good beginning. We need a greater portion. And so whatever else you're going to speak, whatever else you're going to bring here at the beginning of our year as we dedicate it to you, God, we ask for each one of us a greater measure of God yes. in our lives, a greater measure of Father, a greater measure of Jesus, a greater measure of the Spirit of the living God in our lives. And so we open ourselves up to you and we say, yes, Lord, we we need that. Whatever else you're going to say, we, we receive and we believe you for a greater portion of God. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Happy New Year, friends. If it's January 1st um, that you just picked up the release here, how fun to start the new year off together and 
We're looking forward to a great year of podcasting and conversation with you all. Hope you have a wonderful week.